Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. And today is December the 21st, and there is a lot going on in this cryptocurrency space. And so before we get going, I just have been all over the place this morning as we are embarking upon some incredible things. And so a lot of you know me as the host of Ahead of Crypto Curve, but I have some other businesses that I run in this cryptocurrency space. So when I talk to you all on cryptocurrency and blockchain, I literally am living inside of this cryptocurrency space. And so I don't even think I've ever mentioned to you all that we have a company that is called Ransom Answer. And so that's Ransom S I mean I'm sorry R A N S O M Ransom and there is the answer and we are the answer. So anytime a company is actually hacked by a hacker such as Target and they go into the target system and they hack it. They steal all the customers' names, addresses, phone numbers, credit card numbers, and all of that pertinent type stuff. And they tell Target that they're going to release their records if they give them, in the past, it's been money. So Target would have to actually cough up a couple of million dollars cash and they would have to give it to these hackers in order to get their records released. But since Bitcoin came on the scene, hackers are now requesting Bitcoin. Now, again, what we are doing in this cryptocurrency space is no different than what has been done in the traditional space, except it is the Bitcoin space or the cryptocurrency space. So while hackers have been hacking and getting paid ransom, the ransom that they ask for different files that they've taken off computer programs, et cetera, et cetera, we are now dealing in the cryptocurrency space. And so I formed a company back in 2019 that many people don't even know about, and it's called Ransom Answer. And so because of that, we are one of the first people to actually know that a company has been hacked and that those individuals are asking for Bitcoin as a ransom because in the middle of the night, they may need $4 million worth of Bitcoin or $10 million worth of Bitcoin by a certain time the next day, just depending on what these hackers do. Now, while we cannot control this, and I don't think that we'll ever be able to control hackers hacking systems because that's what they sit there and do. That's how they get a payday in their country 
country or whatever it is that they're doing. But there has to be someone to do the negotiations and come up with the ransom. And we have the answer. And so that's where I came up with ransom answer. So long story short, uh, the Chinese Tesla company rival, uh, they're actually a rival to Tesla and they're in China have been hacked. And so those individuals reached out this morning because they're being asked for a demand of $2.2 million worth of Bitcoin in exchange for not leaking their internal data. And so I got a hit this morning and we've been looking at what that means for this Chinese electric vehicle manufacturing company. The name of it is NEO. And so I'm bringing this up because there are so many things that you can get involved in in the cryptocurrency space. It does not have to just be buying Bitcoin. There are companies that can be uh, spun up if you find a need in this space. And so when we're looking at the cryptocurrency space, I want you all to think about the fact that whatever you're doing or have been doing for the last 10 to 15, 20, 30 years, some of you, there is a place for you in the cryptocurrency space. You've just got to really figure it out and find out what it is. And because when I got involved in this cryptocurrency space, there was nothing or no one that I could turn to. So I just started opening up all sorts of different companies, hoping that one day uh, each and every one of them will be flourishing. Um, and at the same time, really feeling my way around this space. And so please understand that if you're in real estate, there is a space for you in this crypto space. And I'm going to explain that one a little bit more in just a few seconds. But whatever you are doing in your regular everyday life, it actually translates to something that can be done in the crypto and the blockchain space. And I almost feel like we need to have some sort of fair uh, employment fair where we're not talking about being employees, but rather creators of companies that can solve problems for things that are going on in this cryptocurrency space because they're there and it's available. And so what would happen in this traditional sense? I've sent my information over to this company called NEO. And again, this is a Chinese electric vehicle manufacturer who has gotten their records hacked. If they accept my proposal to provide them with the $2.2 million worth of Bitcoin that they need so that they do not get their records leaked, we would actually get 4% of that 2.4 with 2.2 million. And so you all can do the math, 2.2 million at 4%. That's what we stand to make if our proposal is accepted. Now there's other companies that are probably out there that can sell them the Bitcoin as well. But just to be forward thinking, as we continue to talk about this cryptocurrency space, I'm gonna bring up things like this because if you can find a solution to some problem that exists in this space, 
uh, there's just a lot of money to be made. And so uh, I am going to go back into the real estate issue in the crypto space because I got a call about that a little bit earlier today. And I'm going to help you understand what that looks like. So when we come forward, we'll jump into that conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. More with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you are paying attention today because there are a couple of things that you all need to know. But I'm going to continue the uh, conversation that we were just having. So as it relates to real estate, what actually happened today? So we have a client that has been doing business with us for about a year and a half. And because of their actual financial plan, which has nothing to do with me, I'm not the financial advisor, I'm not the financial planner, and there is a different, I'm not licensed anymore on purpose. And so I can say this with all surety, that this young lady has been following her own financial plan, but she's decided to save all of her money in Bitcoin. Now, again, the price of Bitcoin has fallen just a tad bit, but she continues to dollar cost average in her way, in her time, has nothing to do with our $6 a day, but she's decided that she wants to buy a very large piece of property. And in order for her to do that, in order for her to even see the property, she needs to provide the lending agency and the bank or the, I believe it's the real estate agent as well. She's got to provide some proof of funds. And ladies and gentlemen, while you may not be thinking that Bitcoin is some sort of funds that you can use, it definitely is. And the bank, as well as the real estate company, is accepting a letter of about how much Bitcoin she is holding in her private portfolio as proof of funds to allow her to see this house. Now, I want you to think about this and allowing her to purchase the house. I want you to think about this. If you were right now utilizing an exchange, let's just say, let's just say, I'm going to say Binance because I really don't want to say any of the other ones because I'm about to talk about Binance in a second. But let's just say you were using Binance as an exchange and you had to prove to the bank that you had, let's just say, $150,000 sitting somewhere. The value is going up and down, obviously, because you've got it in Bitcoin. And one day it looks like $150,000. The next day it looks like 130 and then it goes back up and then it goes back down and is trading sideways like it's been doing for the last several months. Nevertheless, you need to provide a statement with the bank or the lender to show them that you have this amount of Bitcoin in holding because it definitely 
is utilized and can be used to show your net worth. And I want to make sure that everyone is clear. And so because she's a client of ours and not Binance, and I brought a Binance because if she was a client of Binance, there is no way on God's green earth she would get a letter from Binance stating that she had $150,000 sitting in their wallet because if it's on Binance, it's not in your wallet, but is sitting on the Binance platform. You never get a letter to send to the lender to say, hey, this individual has this amount of Bitcoin in an account that can be cashed out if needed. So you wouldn't get that because there's no customer service like that anywhere in this entire Bitcoin ecosystem, except at Crypto Blockchain Plug, which is our exchange. Now, same that we don't custody people's coin so what we had to do today is verify by using a bitcoin wallet address that this young lady has $150,000 worth of Bitcoin sitting in her wallet. Now we don't control the wallet, but we can verify on the blockchain what is in her wallet if she tells us her, her wallet address. Now how we're able to back up the fact that this Bitcoin is there it's because this is the wallet that we send her Bitcoin to every time she makes a Bitcoin purchase. So to understand as a real estate broker and a real estate agent, how this is going to start to play out individuals that are holding cryptocurrency and they need to use it as a proof of funds because maybe their money's not any longer in the bank. They're going to need these types of letters from a company that has been transacting with them because they want to know where this money is being held or where they can liquidate if this individual decides to default or if this person defaults by accident, whatever the case is. And so we're having to pro provide that type of information for real estate deals because people are buying real estate with Bitcoin. But even if they're not using Bitcoin, again, Bitcoin can be used as reserve funds. And so they've got to show proof of that. And so we're able to do that through our exchange. And so it's a really, it's a different time. It's a different space. So many different things are happening on a daily basis that are new. We've had to provide in the past an actual letter that went into escrow for somebody that was buying a property and they used 40, I believe it was $40,000 in Bitcoin as their closing costs. Now the escrow company is not going to accept the Bitcoin. So what they had to do was send us $40,000 in Bitcoin. And then we take the $40,000 in cash and then wire that to the escrow company. Now we're the in between company, but what that does or what that did was it gave them an opportunity to take some of their reserves out of Bitcoin and pay the closing costs for their property. And we had to provide a statement as to where the Bitcoin came from and where the $40,000 in result came from that we placed in escrow for them. This world is changing. This digital money is going to change things and you've got to be in place and have uh, the resources and be in uh, 
be in position to really take advantage of what this digital space is offering. And right now, yes, it's a little bit clunky. And when I say clunky, it doesn't go as smoothly as we would like it to go. But ladies and gentlemen, as time progresses, this is going to be not even a conversation. What I'm talking to you about right now, we are not going to need to have these types of conversations because I think eventually escrow companies and real estate companies will just ask you to provide your Bitcoin wallet address to them for them to confirm. And then they're going to make sure that it's actually your wallet so that you, they can make sure that you control the wallet. And I'm going to tell you how that's going to work because right now, if I have a wallet address, I can literally give that wallet address to someone and say, Hey, this wallet address belongs to me. And inside that wallet address it could be I don't know let's just say 700 million and I can say oh well this is my bitcoin wallet address and the and the 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 real estate company or the bank can say okay I see the 700 million in there but do you actually have control of the wallet and how they're going to verify these things is the exact same way they verify your bank account today Right now, if you go on a website and you tell the, let's just say the the company that you're trying to get some sort of loan or something from, that this is your bank account and you have control over it, they're going to send you like a transaction for 10 cents and another transaction for seven cents. And then they're going to ask you to go in there and verify it. But with this Bitcoin blockchain, all they have to do is maybe send you a dollar worth of Bitcoin and another dollar worth of Bitcoin, let's just say a dollar fifty, and then they're going to ask you to send it back to them out of that wallet. That's how they're going to verify that you actually control those wallets. This is a real simple thing to do, and I am really hoping that those of you that are in real estate are starting to look at how this cryptocurrency space is going to affect and benefit the real estate industry in so many different ways but we had that happening this morning as well so I've had a fun field crypto morning trying to solve problems in this space but thank goodness we've always been forward-looking and seeing how we can be the change that we want to see and so just spinning up these companies at first you know a lot of people including my husband was like why do we need that why should we be doing that but it's at times like this that we really need to have everything in place to really service our community and so I'm hoping as I'm talking I'm opening up your mind to the possibilities of bringing the cryptocurrency space into your industry. No matter what it is, there is something working. There's something brewing right now that someone else has that um, will help in this space. But hopefully you're thinking and creative and you can create something that can that can be an overabundance of what is needed in this space. So. As we move forward, we're going to talk about um, the uh, Binance. The Binance platform and um, what they are actually doing. So I'm going to say this without certainty because I'm reading it 
And I told you last week when I read the report from that third party company that was doing an audit of Binance that I really didn't feel comfortable with what I was reading. And Binance is this monster exchange right now because, of course, FTX is out of the loop and they're looking to purchase a bunch of other companies. However, I really feel as though because their CEO had to give millions of dollars to Binance that they're in some sort of financial bind as well. But yesterday, Binance tweeted and if you didn't know, and I'm, I'm reiterating so people understand, the biggest people in the cryptocurrency space talk on Twitter all day, every day. And Binance stated on Twitter yesterday that they are actually warning all of their users that they will be moving XRP and link tokens as a part of the purge of collateral-related wallets. So, per CoinMarketCap, and that's one of the places that I tell you all to go to search and do your homework, Binance is the largest holder of XRP liquidity. So I'm gonna back up just a tad bit so you all understand what XRP is. XRP is a cryptocurrency. Some of you have XRP. It stems from Ripple, Ripple Labs, R-I-P-P-L-E. And there are a lot of African-Americans all across this country who bought XRP or have XRP because they felt like it was going to replace Bitcoin. And I've had conversations and conversations and conversations about this particular coin. It's also being investigated by the SEC. They're also in court with the XRP. I mean, with XRP is in court with the SEC fighting to say that they're not a security. Uh, but because Binance is the largest holder of XRP liquidity, liquidity, ladies and gentlemen, that means your ability to get the big the the money out of XRP, uh, providing more than a hundred million in daily trading volume, and they're also holding about 150 million XRPs in reserve. Uh, therefore, according to the estimates. This exchange X impact on XRP price will be at about 30%. And they're actually moving uh, their XRP. And that's a big deal. So if you hold XRP, I would like to tell you right now at this very moment that you really need to be keeping an eye on the price. You also need to be... Um, very aware of a couple of other factors. And the reason I'm bringing this up again is because black folks in the cryptocurrency space have gravitated to XRP for whatever reason. And I'm not going to say it's going to do good. I'm not going to say it's doing bad. But I also want to tell you that that uh, attorney, the attorney that has been fighting with the SEC for the sake of XRP in Ripple has actually withdrew from the case. 
which will have some bearing on the price of XRP. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm giving you a little bit of insight, and this isn't any insider trading or anything like that. I'm just reading the news, and if you read the headlines and you Google Ripple CEO's attorney withdraws from the case, you will get a hint of what I'm saying, and also Google Binance Moving XRP from their uh, platform, you need to know that this stuff is happening in the background because this gives us signals of what may be happening in the weeks to come. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we're going to jump into a couple of other things that are going on in this cryptocurrency space you have to know about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. We don't try to be all things to all people. We just remain true to who we are. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. And here is another cryptocurrency that our community is affected by. And I want to make sure that you all are paying attention just like we are all paying attention to be able to give you this information. I don't know how many of you hold Shiba Inu. This is a coin that came on the scene after Dogecoin was exploited. I'll say that because Dogecoin is still going strong, but it's a meme coin. There are too many coins in circulation to make any amount of good money with. And I've been trying to make sure that everyone understands that the key to this cryptocurrency space at the end of the day is going to be the coin that is the most scarce, which means there's not a bunch of it in circulation and the coin that is going to be utilized the most. And what we call that is velocity. Velocity is a way in which the uh, ecosystem runs and so with Shiba Inu it popped his head up after a lot of people had lost their money with Dogecoin and what they know about our community is if we lose some place we're looking to get into another place as quick as possible so that we can be the beneficiaries of the lion's share of the quick get rich quick money and so Shiba Inu in my opinion was spun up right after the fall of Dogecoin and a lot of our community unfortunately got baited in to get this Shiba Inu and and in my opinion again Shiba was playing off our African ancestry I said this a long time ago but Shiba Inu had been stating that they were going to actually burn their tokens to make their tokens more valuable. So what does it mean to burn a cryptocurrency or a token? And I'm going to kind of get into that for a second so that you all will understand. Uh, And I'm trying to figure out how to roll this out so we can really make sure that you get the best understanding. What is token burning first and foremost? 
Token burning means removing coins from an actual overall supply of cryptocurrency. So like with Bitcoin, there will only ever be 21 million. There's no burning of tokens because it's already scarce. But for tokens like Shiba Inu and Dogecoin, they need to do some burning because there's billions of these coins out there which make them hold less value. So they do what's called a token burning. And so a lot of times when you get involved with another token or another coin, they'll say, oh, well, we have 50 million in circulation, but every month we're burning a billion coins. And so that's supposed to make you feel better that it's that they're making themselves scarce, if that makes any sense. But a lot of their promises go, um, they come in one ear and and they come out of their mouth and come in your ear and you think that they're going to continue doing what they need to do. But there's no computer program that forces them to continue with what they've promised. And as a result of that, Um, They just do whatever they want to do because these tokens are controlled by people. And so let me just finish with the definition and then I'll tell you why I'm saying this about Shiba Inu. This typically, and I'm talking about a token burn, it typically involves actually sending these coins to a wallet with no private keys. And so again, they create a wallet. These individuals create wallets and then they send these coins to those wallets. But these wallets supposedly have no private keys, which means you can't get the cryptocurrency out of it, which makes those coins null and void. And it um, it allows for there to be scarcity within their ecosystem. But I'm going to just say to you. I don't believe that they've created these wallets with no access to them because they created them. And I think that there's a way at the end of the day for them to get the coins out. But let's just leave it like they said. They create these wallets. They send the tokens there or the coins there and nobody can ever get them out, which makes their coin scarcer. And so the wallet can only receive assets thus supposedly effectively making them inaccessible. So that's how they create scarcity in the space. But what we're finding is this cryptocurrency market is seeing a strong decline in the number of burned Shiba Inu tokens. Now the data provided by some of the people that pay attention all day every day to this cryptocurrency space see that the Shiba Inu community managed to destroy about half a billion Shiba Inus. But if you look at these burns compared to some of these months and some of these different seasons, meaning autumn, spring, summer, um, the Shiba Inu army actually burned an average of 1 billion Shiba tokens, but they had a strong decline in this last month, which means they didn't stay true to what they promised. They're doing what they want to do. So they're trying their best not to destroy a bunch of tokens, which is going to put more or keep more Shiba Inu in circulation 
And at the end of the day, what this means is it won't have much value. But if you're not paying attention, you think that this Shiba Inu token is going to continue to rise in price because there's less of it on the market. Well, I'm going to let you know that they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing with the Shiba Inu token, which is, again, why I said when Shiba Inu came out on the scene, they figured out how to extract money from our bank accounts and feed us a bunch of promises about how they're going to make it scarce and how it's going to grow and all of those things. And so they're not doing what they are do have been doing in the past. And it's just like when you when you're dating, everything is great and you're con you're continuing to get out and open the door and do all the things that you need to do because to let her know that you are the perfect guy. And then when you get married, you stop doing what you were, were doing at the beginning to keep her attention. Well, that's what Shiba Inu is doing those individuals in that community they got people involved with this token but now they're kind of walking away from what they were doing which is creating an ecosystem that keeps the coin uh in a low number and so just be aware if you're holding shiba inu that things are starting to shift quietly again this is not insider trading this is me digging and finding public information but the shiba inu burning is extremely different than it has been in the past and it is proven that in december they're not doing what they were supposed to be doing so if you hold that token just beware of that so when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we're going to jump into some more of the crypto space and some of the things that you need to know because no one else is going to tell you like this. This is KBLA Talk 1580. We wish you a holiday season filled with peace and love and a new year rich with blessings. Mask up and stay safe. From all of us at KBLA Talk 1580. Let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. We are going to do our market update. Uh, today, Bitcoin right now, this very second, is $16,780. We are down 0.01% in the last hour. And in the last 24 hours, 0.5% we're down. And in the last seven days, we are down 5.9%. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ethereum is doing exactly the same thing. It is at 1,210 in the last, uh, it's 1,210 and 37 cent is changing so quick I had to catch myself but it's up in the last hour 0.03% and it's down 0.38% in the last 24 hours and in the last 7 days it's down 7.72% and so I want to make sure that each and every one of you are paying attention not to the price but to the technology and again Bitcoin is on sale right Right now and we are going to just continue to do what we have been doing I also want to make sure that each and every one of you are uh, in a position right now where you are 
holding your own um, Bitcoin in your wallet to make sure that you always have access to it. And if you have not already done so, ladies and gentlemen, please order your ledger, a ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R. And if you need that link, you can go to NajaRoberts.com forward slash ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R. Again, NajaRoberts.com forward slash ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R. G-E-R. And I understand that there are a lot of you that are trying to get a ledger and learn how to set it up. So we have, again, brought back the ledger in me, one, two, three. And this is a Zoom session that I actually do where everyone gets on Zoom. You make you don't show your picture. You don't give it your real name. Um, and you make sure that you're staying anonymous and we help you set up your ledger step by step. So we have everybody plug in at the same time. You have to be on a computer that you're able to plug a USB into. I do not want anyone on this call that has not yet purchased their ledger because it defeats the purpose of us going through and helping you set it up if you don't have the ledger in your presence. So right now is the best time to order your ledger, have it ready for the beginning of the year, and we will do this ledger in me one, two, three. When you go to the website, NajaRoberts.com, forward slash ledger you can scroll down you not only can buy a ledger by clicking that link and it takes you directly to the factory to buy your ledger but you can also scroll a little bit down on the page and you can get registered through Eventbrite to attend this Ledger and Me course. Now we've done this over the last several years and it has been a raving success and so we're glad to bring it back to our community because we have got to do and be a part of self-sovereignty. So ladies and gentlemen, I really hope that each and every one of you are thinking about holding your own Bitcoin in your own wallet. I like Ledger better than any other wallet that's out there because of the attributes inside of the wallet. And I, and again, there's a lot of other cold storage devices that are good. I just like Ledger. I don't get paid to talk to you about Ledger. This is not that at all. Um, but Ledger has proven over the last six or seven years, I've never had any issues. None of my clients have never had any issues, but I can say that some of the other platforms they have and those platforms we stay away from at all costs. So there's also, um, a place for you to store your your keys and I'll talk to you a little bit more about that when we come forward this is KBLA Talk 1580 You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580 This is KBLA Talk 1580 where hate loses and love wins All right welcome forward so just to be clear and make sure that everyone is understanding this ledger device, L-E-D-G-E-R, 
can actually store your Bitcoin, your Ethereum, your Shiba Inu, your XRP, whatever it is you hold, the ledger device does that specifically. Now, I also want to share just a tad bit of insight. If you are utilizing a computer, sometimes I suggest just depending on if you're able to afford to do so, to get a laptop that is just a plain old cheapy laptop, maybe $100, $200 brand new, and all you do on that laptop is your cryptocurrency stuff. Because what you don't want to do is utilize a computer that somebody else may have access to where they can move around coins, that they can snoop and see some of the other things that are being done. And I'm only saying that just because of experience. I've, I've been in a situation where individuals have used computers that other family members have access to. And unfortunately, some of our young children are able to get onto those platforms a little bit easier than you think, and they can move funds around. And so what we have decided to do or what we've been sharing is if you have a laptop, you always use that laptop to do those transactions, to move coins back and forth. You never ever, and I have to say this, you never ever go to a library or any public place and use a public internet when you're moving coins because those coins can actually be intercepted. In fact, at the beginning of the show, we were talking about hackers. If they can get into Target, if they can get into to Equifax and you know, you we get these letters in the mail all the time that says that our information has been breached. If they can hack those types of systems, ladies and gentlemen, they can definitely get into libraries, Starbucks and all these other places we go for free Wi-Fi. So as we grow in this cryptocurrency space, security is paramount. So if you have an opportunity or you have the funds or the wherewithal to have a laptop or a computer that you solely use for these types of transactions, if this is the space that you're going to be in, it would be highly recommended. Now, if this is just something that you're going to do every now and then, maybe you're just buying a little bit of Bitcoin here and a little bit of Bitcoin there. You don't need to have a whole dedicated computer. You just don't. So, but you do need to have a ledger. You do need to have your cryptocurrency stored on a cold storage device. So I'm going to keep pushing that. I'm going to keep pushing ledger, you know, whether you, whether you hear me or not, hopefully you'll hear me because in five years it's going to matter and it will definitely matter where you buy it from buy it directly from the manufacturer because you can buy it from someone online who could have already taken the seed words and put them to the side and they just wait five to 10 years for you to load it up and then they come with those seed words and wipe you clean and that's why we give you a direct link to ledger because i do not want to see that happen to anybody in our community so again you can go to nausearoberts.com forward slash ledger 
ledger l-e-d-g-e-r and you can get a ledger directly from the company so ladies and gentlemen we are going to do our daily dollar cost average a dca a day keeps poverty away and so we're going to take out our black wall street wallet and we're going to click the purple circle in the middle and we are going to click buy asset that asset is bitcoin i'm going to click on six dollars once you can set it up and forget it it can do this for you every day every week every month whatever you decide to do but we're doing six dollars a day and i'm going to click continue putting it in my kbla talk 1580 wallet and voila i have purchased six dollars worth of satoshis and satoshis being the smallest increment of a bitcoin ladies and gentlemen i want to thank you for rocking with me on ahead of the crypto curve if you sent me an email yesterday at asknajaroberts.com and you have not gotten your answer please stay tuned this afternoon i will be getting to the rest of those emails it was a lot of emails yesterday and i appreciate each and every one of you reaching out to me ladies and gentlemen we are making way for the dl hughley show we are creating satoshi millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one satoshi at a time one bitcoin at a time and ladies and gentlemen that means you this is kbla talk 1580 kbla 1580 santa monica